Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, a very special um, boyfriend's episode <laughs> to discuss She's All That, um, the 1999 classic. <laughs> um, but first, uh, I wanted to give you a teen anecdote, Jane, and then you said you had an aging anecdote. Is that <laughs> accurate? <laughs> okay. Yep. My teen anecdote is that one of the high school kids I worked with at my day job was trying to describe a teacher she disliked. She was trying to describe why. And I was like, what about him? Like, what? tell me more about him. Like, what do you not like about him? And she looked at me sideways and she was like, do you know incel? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a 16-year-old girl. And I like I couldn't stop myself, so I laughed, and I was like, "Yes." And then she like completely just like left that there. Wow! I was too afraid to ask more. No description needed. I do think it's funny that she would think you wouldn't know what incel means. Well, maybe she wasn't sure if I was very online, which hmm. to me is she a great you. yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a um compliment to me because I'm because I was once asked by your friend James if I ever fucking log off. Um, Jane, what was your anecdote? <laughs> okay, I went to a friend's baby shower this weekend, and it was very lovely. I had a great time. But at the event, I looked around, and I was like, there are so many adults here. Like, the, my, my friend who's pregnant, I guess it's not a lot of her, her friends. It must be mostly family. And then I was like, wait a second. They are mostly her friends. I'm just old. <laughs> You look around and it's like boomers. <laughs> there are actually like people That's with me. babies. The way they're dressed, like I was like, oh wait, th- this is what I look like. Do people dress differently when they have babies? Uh, uh the yes. guest is nodding. <laughs> I I don't know. They just they just dress like actual adults who like cared <laughs> what people were gonna think about them. I guess. I mean, I was contemplating wearing Doc Martens and I talked myself out of it. So. I am Wait, because it would be older. too because it would be like you don't have kids if you wear docs. No, it just wouldn't be like formal enough. It wouldn't okay. be appropriate. <laughs> would you like to introduce our guests since yeah, they agree with I you? I definitely would. Okay. Walter. <laughs> Walter is an environmentalist type working in the nonprofit world. He met Jane in twenty sixteen. I had to scroll What's to look happening? at that. Damn. And has been hooked ever since. Um, his big claim to fame is being Jane's boyfriend. Hi, Walter. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to the podcast. It Jane, was 2016. Your you voice was quivering. This? I thought you were going to cry. She was weeping with joy. Wait, me or Walter? You. Me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm um, just so emotional right now about having my partner. Uh, this I is... thought... Oh, go ahead, Walt. I thought so. I'm looking at the script, and it says he met Jane in 20, and then it was like cut off, and I was like, he met Jane 20 years ago. Did I make this typo? And then I didn't remember the year we met, so I did have to scroll to find out. You scroll to find out. Scroll um, for more. I made the comment when we started this Zoom that I feel like Jane and Walter are interviewing me, so that's the couple across the room vibes that you give off. 
We nice. have to we have to be sitting like pretty close together. <laughs> so it feels more like a Siamese twin. Is that the right is that the yes. politically incorrect way of saying I don't think that? there is conjoined. A good conjoined. W- oh yeah, conjoined twin. <laughs> nice try, Jane. Um you okay, you should be really wait. offended. Walter uh <laughs> Walter, we ask everyone who comes on the pod, what type of teen were you? But I would also say, what type of teen were you? And what would teen you have thought of Jane? Ooh, interesting. Okay. (laughs) I was a little hot topic nerd. Um so, like, early teen, I was really into The Offspring because my sister had an Offspring CD that she lent me. And so I was really into, like, 90s punk and no effects and stuff. And I thought I was, like, really oppressed because my middle school <laughs> administrators were mean to me. Um, so I was a little dweeb. I had, like, a big, puffy haircut that went all the way, like, down to my shoulders. Um let me see. As I got a little older, I got more emo, but I was still and like more into hardcore. So basically, I was like trying to define myself by <laughs> listening to particular tunes. And um, it sounds like you were an angry teen. For sure. For sure. And I was going to say, I remember there was like, <laughs> I think it was Disney Channel or something, or maybe Nickelodeon, but they like, there was some segment where they like, you would interview real teens or something and do like a day in their life. And I remember this one was like, and now I go to the record store. And I probably watched that when I was like, I don't know, like in, in elementary school. And I specifically remember being like, I think I'm going to be a guy who likes music. <laughs> and he is. And then I think <laughs> I think I would still be really into Jane as a teen because. <laughs> That's not exactly. <laughs> okay, keep going. Just because like if you were nice to me. And you like you poked through the like hot topic armor, I would be like, she gets me. <laughs> I don't think he would have liked me. Wait, what's know. the question? Is am I a teen too? I don't know. Oh. I didn't think about that part ahead of time because I was really annoying and a tryhard, and I like listened to all those teachers who you wanted to send a small bomb. No, that was the <gasps> problem. Is that I listened to them. I listened to them, and I like never broke rules because I was terrified of them. You were just but angry. I was angry because I was like, I'm going to listen to you. You don't have to be such a jerk. (laughs) That's okay. I think a lot of us as teens decide that the music will give us a personality. And then if you're like me, eventually you just give up because it's easier to Hmm. just like listen to pop and it just like takes less time. But I think you do still. (laughs) I would say it's easier to listen to what you like. That's what I like to say. It's harder to search for cool avant-garde music. I yes, did I yes. did have a coworker who I think is 23 or 22. Oh I did have her send me some music recs. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of any of these people. Yeah, but that's because she still has energy to look for it. Okay, mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> Walter, what is your relationship to teen rom-coms? What do you, how do you feel about them? I guess the other piece is when I was a teen, I was like very romantic, probably. Oh. And I, I think like any main character, I was like, I want to be like him. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I, I feel like I watched some teen rom-coms when they would come on like VH1 or something, but, and I think we'll get into this, but I am really bad at remembering like 
movies or what happens in movies or the names of actors in movies. Jane, do you um, want to? <laughs> Jane, do you want to tell your anecdote about? <laughs> yeah, this just happened. Okay, we were watching the movie Twenty One Jump Street this weekend. Um, and about 70 minutes into the movie, <laughs> there's a scene starring the main actress, and he says, she, she, what did you, wait, okay, tell, tell, tell said, them what you said. I said, I feel like this actress was a rising star, and then she kind of <laughs> fell off. That actress? Brie Larson. <laughs> My whole, I built a whole story because I was like, I've seen her before, so I must have known her in 2011, and she must have done nothing since. Um... I don't know if I knew any of the actors in this movie that we watched for the pod. Really? So I, I also, oh, sorry, sorry. I just mean the main, like the main three people. Okay. okay. Like Freddie Prinze, we know because of, I know what you did last summer. Is that the one mm-hmm. he was in? Not Scream, yes. right? And that's the probably was- what I remember him from. Yeah. But I like knew him because he's married to Sarah Michelle Gellar. And like, to me, he's a celebrity that I already just knew about. Oh, okay. Isn't the dumb guy one of the guys from Scream? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's Scooby Doo, or he's um right, Shaggy right, right. from Scooby Doo. Um, uh, I was gonna ask if either of you have seen that had seen this movie already. I had not. No, I, but like I had seen not another teen movie. <laughs> Is that supposed to be the same plot or no? They parodied this movie, oh, in that, okay. so I like thought I had seen it at one point. Yeah, it parodies a lot of different movies, but it but she's all that is probably the main like storyline it follows. Did I'm you be, did you watch it? No, and I'm gonna be honest. I feel like because this movie has kind of iconic title and status, I guess I just like thought I knew more of the story, and I I really didn't. And a lot of things happened that I. Totally just didn't know were going to happen, but we can talk about that later. Also, did you know that M. Night Shyamalan has a connection to this movie? What? <laughs> How? So, okay. So, it came out in 1999. There's one screenwriter credited, R. Lee Fleming Jr. But in 2002, M. Night Shyamalan told an interviewer that he helped write the screenplay while he was also writing The Sixth Sense and Stuart mm. Little. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then the person was like, no, that's not true. He didn't. And then Shyamalan then again continued to be like, no, yes, I did help. So it's like a controversy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not in the credit. What? No, and he's mad about it. Um, that's all I know. Maybe it's like a butterfly effect thing. It's like, you know, how can you distinguish? Like, maybe he really did help in some cosmic way. It did, um, it did, it was popular. It was very popular. Like, everyone watched it. And then I guess, I also don't have really a strong relationship to the song Kiss Me. I don't know if Mm. I do. Oh, okay. Kiss me. Jane, what's your, what do you associate with the song? I just listen to it a lot. I don't know. It's 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 very. It just evokes a sensation of teenage dumb to me. Did to you like to go it? back to what kind of teen I was, I didn't know the original. I knew the newfound glory pop yeah, punk cover of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I did hear that one time in like a mall, and I was very confused. Um, I also think that somebody did compliment. One of the critics did compliment. Or sorry. Did not compliment this movie. They said, 
They said it was similar to Grease because the girl like changes for the guy, I guess. Mm. Um, and it's a, a classic makeover story. And I wanted to ask you all, what's your relationship to like, do you like makeover movies like Princess Diaries, etc.? Jane is nodding. I mean, first of all, I want to say that I'm a staunch defender of the movie Grease. Grease is one of oh. my favorite all-time movies. Yes, and I, I- <laughs> Okay. I'd like to say that John Travolta's character also changes in that yes. movie, and that is the point. The point is that they both change they both, for each other. Yes, yes. I love that movie. Yes, he tries to rape her. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I love a makeover, of course. Walter, what do you think? Yeah, I think, you know, now I see the, like, <laughs> tropes that are wrong with it, but especially growing up, I was like, excellent. This is how you become your, your full potential. <laughs> I just think it's fun. I think it's fun also because even as a teen, I would watch Princess Diaries and be like, I know Anne Hathaway is hot. And she's wearing <laughs> a fake wig. Like, I can tell. It's not like I, they were truly telling a girl she was ugly because it was fake. I know it's not real life. Okay, here's the other thing. <laughs> um, the person who wrote this is also a choreographer and wanted to wow. really okay. show... Harvey Weinstein, how musical numbers can work in films while just paint a face. Um, yeah, unfortunately, this is yet another movie that he was involved in. But um, they fought to put the dance scenes in because mm-hmm. test audiences didn't understand why they were dancing. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, they just had to have ushers. <laughs> Actually, funny you say that, Walt. Part of why reshooting it was to get more of Usher like saying things so that the audience like links makes the connection about like what's happening. Mm. So they were we'll like, if this, Usher is I there, did not make a connection. <laughs> yeah, they that's were like, he if didn't Usher recognize is Usher. There, they no. will understand. Well, he, yeah, I, I also think like if I had not been primed to find Usher in it, I would not have. Um, immediately noticed that it was him because he doesn't really sound like him. But also, there's a ton of people in this. Paul Walker is in this. Baby Paul Walker is in this. Yeah, um, there's it's star-studded. That was one of my notes. I didn't know that. Baby Karen Culkin, speaking of mm-hmm. succession. Right. Um, and Gabrielle Union. Speaking of succession before, the, before we started recording. Y'all know the show. <laughs> Beachheads, y'all know succession. It is. Um, it's a little weird to me when Karen Culkin makes faces at the camera that are like very like he does now in Succession, but he's like a child in this. Anyway, should we start? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Lainey is into art, social justice, and having only one friend. <laughs> Zach is hot, smart, and the student body president. His girlfriend Taylor breaks up with him to be with Brock, a former real-world <laughs> contestant who she met during a trip to Florida. Zach is feeling insecure and says any girl could be as hot and beloved as Taylor. His friend Dean bets that he can turn Lainey into the prom queen in six weeks. When Lainey initially blows Zach off, Zach's sister recommends that he make an effort to find out what she likes. Meanwhile, Zach has gotten into a bunch of Ivy League schools, but is keeping it a secret from his parents, and Lainey is bullied by two art freaks. <laughs> has anyone been to a spring event, event, wait, spring break event, what? similar to the one depicted in the movie? Oh, I didn't even think about that. No, I have never. Yeah, is that something that happens in American high schools? Sort of. I've only seen that in college. Mm. Same. I feel like I just forgot that they were all in high school because it did seem like a college spring break event. 
That's true. I, I think it is more college-y, but there is, it also does happen in some high schools. I guess it could have been, too, that she was, like, because she's cool and popular, she, like, went to the college party. Because she's, like, already, like, better than everyone else. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. She was dating up. Um, My question was, what's your relationship to the reality TV show, The Real World? <laughs> I never watched it. <laughs> you bet I watched it. Okay, I was... So, I actually was more into its, like, stupid little sister road rules challenge. And that no was how I got my... About. Okay, so Road Rose Challenge was was somehow linked to Real World. I'm sure that they were like created by similar people, and then eventually they were joined, and they would have joint shows called Real World Road Rules The Challenge, and they would have all these contestants from the same thing go into the house and like compete. Um, so yes, I definitely watched it. Did you watch it? Um, I've only seen one of them. I think I saw. I can't remember which city I saw. I think I've seen one season with my brother, and I was just like, this is like Big Brother. That was my sort of. The the main part I remember of the real world series I watched, I think I watched a few, but I remember one guy getting punched by a stranger in a bar so hard that he almost (laughs) lost vision in his eye. And it was genuinely very, very serious. And also he ended up marrying one of the other people in the house and they're still together. And what's funny is you get to see them when they meet. Like Mm. one of the first episodes is these two people just meeting at the airport. And he's like, I'm in, uh, I'm studying to be um, a social worker. And she's like, oh, I'm studying uh, sociology. And he's like, they're not actually that similar. (laughs) Which is true. They're not that similar, um, but they're married now. That rocks. Um, I was going to ask also if the opening was jarring to anyone else where she's cutting up newspaper headlines and one of them is like about the Serbian crisis, etc. Like I thought that was a lot for a teen movie. Walt is nodding. It wasn't jarring for me. What I wrote down is that like, and I think... Um, 1999. Oh 1999. What's the the movie? Clueless, Clueless. Um, it's kind of like Paul Russ' character in Clueless, who wears like an Amnesty International T-shirt, and um, I don't know. I was just thinking there was this like trope of the human rights person um, who is like very focused on all of, like. It's interesting because it's like sort of an alternative identity, yeah. but it's all about like who is the U.S. like invading or bombing. So it's like at the same time very like attached to the mainstream because it's like. You know, she's reading about, like, Mogadishu, and so it's, like, around Black Hawk Down, and she's re- reading about riots in the Balkans and stuff, and it's, like, like Kosovo crisis. And um, it's just interesting because it's, like, now... Like, like, they're trying to make her crunchy granola, but she's, like, very much into the, like, liberal she's, like, Clinton reading. Yeah, human rights she's, agenda. Like, does she, like, read Politico? <laughs> like, right. That's, yeah, that's what is, like, a little strange. But it's also just, like, strange because that's, like, one of the first images that we see. I think, like... In general, I had a hard time getting into the high school, like, environment just because it was, I don't know, maybe I'm just, like, not an early 90s movie Queen. person. Queen. I, my, okay, my first reaction to this movie is that it is so similar to Not Another Teen Movie, which right. parodies it, Um, and my basis of this movie is just purely on that, and so they're kind of, like... Like just like scream and scary movie, like yeah, it's not it's that weird. it's not that wild of a parody. Like it's it's pretty on the nose. You're saying they should have worked harder. 
I don't know. I'm just I kind think- of like, what is a parody? What is satire? <laughs> Should we get rid of satire? Here Does satire my- have a place in our world? I actually do think they have some like lines in this that would never, like, you could never get away with making with saying weird shit like this anymore like for example uh an example is he's um i can't remember who says this either paul walker or freddie prince says this he says i could bump monkeys with any of them and i thought you you guys might like that one (laughs) i was laser focused on how much they were talking about booze (laughs) (laughs) that's fair yes okay okay the main character or wait no maybe it's not the main character but they describe one girl and they go Decent rack, Chelsea Clinton thing going on, and I was like, exactly. "Is she known for mean. her boobs?" I or or was he saying that she looks like Chelsea Clinton and like has another like resembles her in a different way, which I yeah. didn't see. Which to me, because like to me, the okay, I'm gonna say this. The only reason you would say that is to be like she kind of looks Jewishy, Jewy, <laughs> right? Does what? Chelsea Clinton I look have no Jewy? idea what he meant. This is I'm how Googling. far removed I felt from the context is that, like, Chelsea, like, what does that mean? Like, what to a 90s kid was was it if you said someone looked like Chelsea Clinton? Like, you know what? Me- she doesn't look Jewy. She looks like a horse girl. She's, first of all, she's pretty. She's like a pretty lady, okay, but she's she like a little horsey. Good boobs? I can't see I feel see like him. it was nice rack, comma, Chelsea Clinton. That's what uh, I think. Okay, yeah. okay, she has okay. what looks like <laughs> your man. average set of, set of knockers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also wrote, Jane, I think main character's aesthetic reminds me of a 90s version of Kelsey from High School Musical, Piano Girl, because she's like just, qu- she's supposed to be like never talking, kind of grumpy, yes. and always like dropping stuff. Like It wasn't, yeah, I mean, this is sort of the, the basis of the cr- criticism of this movie is that this woman... Who see who they're declaring as like the worst possible choice for him to make prom queen is like perfectly suitable and there doesn't really seem to be much wrong with her. Like she yeah. just sort of seems to has any she has like some opinions, I guess. Yeah, and she's just like she doesn't put herself out there. That was like something that I feel like people in my mom's generation really look down on a girl for for not putting herself out there. Really, <laughs> that's, like, that's like a big insult I've heard boomers like say. Um. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. I also wait. No, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know more. Wait. Um, do they mean putting themselves out there like sexually? Like, no, I mean that like a big plot point in the movie is like she should like take more chances and like go out and like I don't know like socialize. be more emotionally vulnerable, which Pull is yeah, and point. just yeah. like socialize with people. And it's like your fault if you don't have friends, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. I don't think that part of this movie is successful the the idea that she is emotionally closed off like they're not really portraying that to me that much not wanting to talk to people who aren't your clique doesn't mean you're emotionally shut off she has a close friend who she seems to share things with and she's obviously cute and she's talented and she or well she tries really hard at art um she knows she's in the geek hierarchy yeah Yeah, well that's why i think it's kind of 90s is that like if this were made in the 2000s, the mom wouldn't mind as long as she has, like, one friend. Isn't her um, mom dead? Wait. Her friend's yeah. name is Jessie Jackson, which freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, she's a dead mom, right? Hold oh, on. sorry. Yeah. I, I meant the dad. The dad encourages her to, to get out there more, I guess. Yeah. Um, in, like, what way? Whatever. Yeah, what does it I mean? Have, I have one quick thought on the dad, which is just that his job should be 
pool doctor and not Dr. Pool. <laughs> Wait, was Wait, that wasn't his like brand? Dr. Poo? No, someone someone defaced his brand. Dr. Poo. Shit. See, I was looking like, at graffiti. <laughs> I fully was like, Dr. Poo, that's hilarious. Wait, the girl. <laughs> The sister is um the girl from True Blood vampire. also. She's a vampire, yeah. <laughs> okay. I also wanted to say like like Dr. Pooh gagged. <laughs> they um they give Shaggy, he gets a tattoo of himself <laughs> captured captured yeah. me. And like his care you couldn't put his character or I don't know, you wouldn't see his character in movies nowadays. Like he's like He's much more cartoonish than the rest of them. He's like a he's an anomaly. You know what I mean? He's not just yeah, like he's think, not just an oaf. He's like a Looney Tune. <laughs> I feel like now, well, people are smarter and they all watch cartoons for depressed people. And then also, I think <laughs> now also the funny character is just like someone who's really like honestly to my mind like really annoying and like awkward. Like I'm thinking, you know, what I'm thinking of Jane. Do you remember in Let It Snow how there's a swagless teen who always wants to party? The Filipino teen. Mm -hmm. That's like the funny character now. It's like someone Mm -hmm. who makes like Joss Whedon jokes. Yeah. We're all very self-aware now. Anybody want to listen to my party playlist? No? Okay. Guess I'll just jam out with my AirPods. It's making me like feel bad. Okay. (laughs) Um, Also... Uh, I jumped when he was like really talking about Dartmouth a lot. Okay, we can keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What does it feel like to be a central character in all these movies oh as God. a Dartmouth alum? Okay, I think we should move on. Okay. Zach visits Lainey <laughs> at her job at a falafel place. She doesn't trust his intentions, oh. but her platonic male BFF, Jesse Jackson, pressures her into <laughs> inviting Zach to her surreal performance art. At the end, Zach does his own performance, hacky sacking and speaking about the external pressure he deals with. Later, Zach comments on Lady's beautiful eyes, and she leaves, saying the situation is too weird. The next day, Zach shows up to Lainey's house and pressures her into going to the beach. All the cool kids show up and they play a rousing game of volleyball. Lainey tries to get out of a house party by saying she has to clean, so Zach enlists the soccer team to do it for her. His sister gives Lainey Lainey a makeover, and suddenly she's hot. There you go. One I thing, guess that's what one, we were just talking oh, about. Go oh, ahead, like Will. she's zany Laney. You know what I mean? Like that's, anyway. <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> one thing I will say that this movie does is that it gives representation for weird art girls who are not smart and they know that they're not smart. I really like that she says that. <laughs> She's just like, I'm fucking dumb. I never read a book. I feel like I missed this. Who's this? Is this Gab- Gabrielle Union? No, Lainey friend? says this about herself. Wait, what? Okay, so af- um, when Zach is finally pursuing her, she's like, what is it? Are you trying to like get me to tutor you? I'm not smart. Just because I'm XYZ. Like, she just like goes on a tangent oh. about how she's actually dumb. My question was, did your school have cool art people who did yes. art? Yeah, and my school actually had murals like they had in their <gasps> high school on the walls. So that really, I think, probably got painted around the same time, and maybe they were just still up when I was going. But like, I think they were a relic from the late '90s or something. Did any of them? Do you remember any of them? All I remember was there was this like giant blue guy. Like he was <laughs> he was floor to ceiling blue guy, and he was like 
angrily crying and reaching out at you, and you walked past well, him when you were going to the theater. <laughs> is he the Earth? Like, is it an eco mural? It might have been, but it was unclear. <laughs> Jane, you didn't have any cool art girls at school. Okay, there was one really cool art girl, and but she wasn't that nice, and I or, or something. She was like socially weird because I complimented something that she had drawn, and she said, "Yeah, I like art." <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. I was awful. like, "Bitch, say thank you." <laughs> I really like that. Um, I also said guys will really do a performance art piece with a hacky sack. Instead of going to therapy, is this anything? Mm, it's yeah. something. I I feel like we should probably talk about that first okay. of all. <laughs> well, my real question is, what would you do? <laughs> what would you do if you were oh. called up to a surreal performance art show? Oh fuck! Um, this does remind me of an anecdote, and it's that one time, um, I was in a theater class, the only theater class I ever took, and one of the warm ups was that. The, the teacher said, I'm going to give you guys one word and you have to like embody that. And she put on some <laughs> crazy music. So you didn't have to exactly dance, but you had to like embody the word with your body. Mm. And I was really, really nervous. But she could tell that I was like, you know, a STEM major just taking a theater class as opposed to like a theater major. And so she just said stress. <laughs> and I was oh. like, okay, clearly I'm the STEM person. So then I just got to act stressed out, which I... Hmm. So it like, wasn't like you didn't have to dance exercise. stress or you just Well some of them stress. were like some of the words were like lemon or like something oh, just like something delicious. like abstract that you have to like figure out what to do with your body. But Ugh. maybe I would do something like that. <laughs> what would you do, Walter? Like if I had lemon? No. <laughs> if you had to go up after uh, if oh, you had to sorry. do Freddie No, Prince if you did. had to do the sorry. guy's thing. <laughs> I was lost because as soon as Issa started talking about theater warm-ups, I was like flashing back to all the terrible improv warm-ups I've ever oh, done. Oh, you would do some like, sort of improv. I was like, well, no, I mean, okay, I guess, but I was thinking back to we just went to a wedding and at the rehearsal dinner they were like, hey, let's tell some embarrassing stories about oh. the groom. And this guy was like, I don't really have one, so what about you, Walter? And like just like handed the mic to me and put me on the spot. So I told I did like terrible stand up trying to like make a story about the groom getting drunk funny and I, I just bombed. And I think I would just bomb in this case too. Damn, if that were me, I would shit in that guy's pillow later that night. I would be so you, mad you if somebody it. handed me a mic like a hot mic like that. It wasn't so it honestly mad. like wasn't cool. Um I don't I also think I would bomb. I have no sort of physical skills i guess i could like rollerblade but i wouldn't have my rollerblades you know what i mean mm, mm, mm. i have no, you could nothing, act it out yeah i would yes i would pretend to rollerblade <laughs> you could perform the word rollerblade okay yeah. um my other question is where do they live like where is this set i don't understand like where uh, is this supposed to be california. i guess i guess southern yeah. california somehow i don't know if that's true though I I do think the guy in the real world is definitely in LA, but I don't know if he was. That's the other thing. Like, was he at their school? Like, what was happening? Like, he was like no, showing he was up a in fully an adult. Yeah, but he lived in their town, or was he just staying yeah. there in between shoots? I think that's exactly what it was. It's like he had just come off of real world, and he was there, and so he was just like being oh. being around. Um, can we talk about Lini for a little bit more? Yeah. Okay. First of all, she dresses like cool girls dress now. 
Ooh, good point. And oh. she looks like cool girls look now with her glasses and not the ponytail, but um but then also she's good at talking to Zach. Like it surprised me that she's really comfortable talking to the main character. She just yeah. doesn't really have any flaws. I think you- like her flaw that boomers hate is that she doesn't put herself out there. But like in what way she does like she does her art. I don't get what do, what more do you want? I think no, it, it, are, are we supposed on. to feel like her dad later on when he's like you're not like being a teenager you're like you're you're like a shut in like you're yeah. not going out and ex- I don't know. I was saying like she's really proficient. So she doesn't though. fuck? Or just like she doesn't have fun. Her she dad's like you don't eight. fuck. I think if you were a parent in the early 90s, they want you to go on dates but not fuck. They want you. Right. They they want you to like have a social life, but not do anything bad. And right. yeah, I guess I I'm I'm working through trauma from hearing older female relatives talk about an older cousin of my generation, and like gossip about why she doesn't was fuck. single, and they were like they said the phrase. She doesn't put herself out there enough. And I've been apparently turning it over and over in my head until watching this movie. Is that is that a way to say they're boring? <laughs> kind of. No, because it's like I was thinking it's like a double bind because it's like it's like there's like 1950s baggage like women shouldn't should just be seen and not heard or whatever. Like silence, you know, and so like that's like you could say that's someone who doesn't put themselves out there. And then, like, you get to the 90s, and it's like, no, you have to put yourself yeah, out you there. you gotta go on dates. I also what think... you don't want to? Right. I also think that he says to her, and for some reason, I wrote this down, but I put Walt's name in it, so I think I'm supposed to say it to Walt. He goes, Walt, don't you ever just kick back? I know the world has problems, but would it yeah. kill you to smile once in a while? Oh, that absolutely... Me I, and Jane looked at each other. She, yeah, she's like, do you know how many chemicals are in the ocean? And I was like, I, I wrote down, I relate to this. I really understand this. <laughs> we were at a party and um, Issa talked to somebody who's like partner I was talking to. And she was like, I think they're becoming friends, but I got worried because I started talking about climate. <laughs> um, I wanted to say two things about that scene, which were just ridiculous. One is that I think this is the guy, as they're walking along the shore at the beach in the surf, he says, how about that water? <laughs> and then <laughs> another thing is when the cool kids arrive, I think it's when Lainey takes her shirt off and gets into her swimsuit. And the creep guy says like, Look at her bobos. No, I, or I wrote it down. He goes, check out the bobos on Super Freak. Bobos freaked me the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> like I couldn't handle bobos. Okay, well, but you say bump uglies. Yeah. You say a lot of disgusting things. Yeah, but like I say them as a fun little joke for you. Okay. The thing is, if you say things like a joke often enough, you're just saying them seriously. Um, I was I was gonna say I can also relate to characters in this movie because if I heard Jane was at the beach, I would also invite a party of people to go there to hang out with her. Hell yeah. Which is what his friend does to him. Paul Walker does this to him. He's just like, I heard you guys are at the beach. Here's all our shit. And like, now we're going to play volleyball here. And that would be It did seem fun. Like, I love the idea of playing a sport that's actually fun with my friends. Yeah. That has never happened in my adulthood. Oh, do you like volleyball? 
Yeah, I do like volleyball. It's sort I of really like yearned for beach volleyball, and that's I was like, I Ooh. wish. Yeah, I kind of because of the bobos serving. Yeah, because of the bobos, I'm kind of good at serving in volleyball because it's a little bit like tennis. Ooh. Isa, I have a question specifically for you. Oh shit! There was something that happened during the makeover scene, which is. Um, the sister brushes her face with a makeup brush, just sort of like dabs at her face. And since you are on a makeup journey and like our new makeup guru, I was wondering what you thought about that and what you would suggest for her to do instead. <laughs> okay, first of all, I feel bad because the sister is um, the girl from True Blood, which is a show I actually do like. And this is a terrible role for her. And then later she pops up at the dance and she goes with her brother and I absolutely did not recognize her they put her in like bad clothing and bad hair but i think she was supposed to be putting powder on her face like maybe setting powder i guess if if so i would recommend that she put more on (laughs) she needs a different brush she She also hasn't put any foundation on yet so she's just like stabbing at her face yeah i i recommend the kosas cloud set setting powder that has skincare ingredients in it okay my question was what domestic work would you ask the same soccer team of children to do for you? Mm. Hell, yeah. Mm. Laundry. Yeah, take out the Ooh, recycling. Yeah. <laughs> Collapse boxes. I think trash, boxes. I think trash so recycling, and compost, yes. Or maybe I would say, like, they should do a deep clean of the house because I'm constantly cleaning, but I never, like... I'm not always, like, you know, throwing baking soda and um, vinegar on the, on the bathtub and scrubbing. Oh, I don't you know do I mean? that. Yeah, yeah, hit the grout. I use it. Hit the crowd. Did you see um, baby Milo Ventimiglia? I missed him, but I did see him in the um, IMDb. And I, so he I walked in and him. I was like, that can't be. I recognized him. I do think that seeing all these baby um, actors in it is like messing with my head. It's star-studded. Um, Wait, one of the art freak, the art freak is a famous lesbian who was in Veep. And oh, I missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she co-wrote um, Happiest Season. She's like a big deal. I should know her name. Oh, one thing I did, speaking of the art freak, one thing I did right before we move on is that this movie and this genre, or this time of movie thinks like like spitting is funny. Like there's a lot of spitting humor. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you mean like a spit take? Yeah, I guess. Just like the, what do you call, do you call it a spit take when they hawk back the spit and they're going to spit it? That's just like in no. a lot of jokes. In That's 90s. a loogie, right? Oh, a loogie. That's just in a lot of 90s movies, I feel. Walter recently funny? did a spit take that was genuinely hilarious. It was a genuine spit take. Yeah. Wait, what is a spit take? That's when you're <laughs> that's when you're drinking like a, a cup of something. You know oh! how you drink from a cup and okay, okay. like someone either <laughs> like shocking or funny. Yeah, and you spit it out all over a person. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and he did that. <laughs> uh, yes, I I would really like to be there for you to actually do that. Do you want to be the one getting spit on though? That's the no. question. Okay, should we move on? We should. At the party, one art freak passes out and Lady paints her face like a clown. Brock does an embarrassing dance that is honestly kind of cool. An embarrassed Taylor pours her drink on Lainey and says no one cares about her. Lainey runs away crying and tells Zach she never should have come. One night of being hot has made Lainey popular, and at school the next day, she is nominated for prom queen. When Dean makes a comment about sleeping with Lainey, he and Zach get into his tiff. Zach comes to Lainey's secret art basement, and they talk about her dead mom, which leads to discussing how Lainey shuts people out, and Zach can't make decisions under pressure from his father. They almost kiss, but after Lainey mentions prom, Zach runs away. I have a question. I have one serious plot question and one teen question. <laughs> okay. 
My teen question is, so who's the who's the girlfriend that went to spring break? Taylor. 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 Taylor in this scene is like smoking a cigarette at a high school party, mm. which is really cool, actually. And so <laughs> I was trying to like, would you all, if it were 1999, have smoked in high school? No. Ooh. I don't like cigarettes. Interesting question. I think I also wouldn't have liked the smell of cigarettes, but I would have wanted to be associated with cool people. So I maybe would have like. I think that's where I am too. I mean, I I have tried cigarettes probably for that reason, and I really didn't like them. So I feel like the same thing would have happened. It's still cool to smoke cigarettes. I know, but like no one, unfortunately, if if someone was having a party when their parents weren't home, I mean, probably this was true in 1999 too. But if someone were having a party where their parents were out of town and you like you had to clean up everything, you had to make it look like nobody was there. Mm. Nobody would smoke a cigarette inside. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's too hard. Yeah. It's too hard to get the smell out. What did you guys think about how the art freak was at the party? Mm-hmm. Because I was kind of confused about the popularity hierarchy, which we were sort of discussing. Because Lainey being at the party felt like a big deal. Yeah. But for the art freak to be there was normal, I guess. Yeah, that's why this movie doesn't translate well to our to early 2000s um, hierarchies, I feel like. Because art freak to me is like an art girl who does put herself out there. In what way? I'm. She's I'm at the party. She has friends, and she can go to the party. Mm, so you have to she get an also, invite to the party. She looks like she's gonna die. Like that was my comment. Like she looks she's very wet. really awful. <laughs> Girls, her wet. they really, really make her look like she is sick. Um, I was going to say, have you ever helped a puking friend as a teen? Yes. As a teen, you have like in college. Yeah. yeah. Tell the story. Oh, in college. Well, I have in high, high school, school too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember. I'm just gonna leave all names out. Yeah, but yeah. I remember. No, like, say their name. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was like I was only tangentially involved, but one of my friends was upstairs in a bedroom hooking up with somebody, and I believe threw up in the process. And so <gasps> the person she was hooking up with was like, "Hey, can somebody come help this person out?" And so, like, we were trying to carry her down the stairs, and she was kind of passed out, and we bonked her head on the stairwell, and then the guy she was hooking up with was, like, playing guitar to, like, make her, quote-unquote, make her feel better. And it was just, like, I mean, it's very funny, but it it was very, very drunk high school move. And then, like, we bonked her, and she threw up again, which is is kind (laughs) of funny. (laughs) She's okay. She's fine. I do imagine the guy, like, playing guitar to allegedly make her feel better, but he was probably just drunk. I just imagine, like, the Scooby-Doo guy. Mm. Walter is writing the name of the friend he's talking about on the paper. (laughs) I know you don't. (laughs) Jane, what about you? I am trying to remember if there was any vomiting that happened in high school, and I don't think so. Like, we were pretty chill but like obviously freshman year um there was vomiting that occurred and i'm sure i like to think that i helped a friend out but i guess i do remember a boyfriend like putting me in a hot shower as i was throwing up and then someone was like you shouldn't do that she's gonna pass out and i think like that person probably saw me naked and they were like not dating me and that's just how college works you know sorry walt um, I did Kill have a friend man. in college who um, came to visit from another school, and we sort of were like, we're going to show you, 
you know, like, we're going to have fun tonight and, like, th- like thanks for visiting and, like, ran around drinking with him and stuff. And then he was like, we, we sort of had left. Me and Nate were like, oh, okay, we're going to go to sleep. Are you all set, et cetera? Thought he had gone to bed, um, like, on the couch. And then, like, the next morning, apparently this friend did not do that and, like, went back to the fraternity and drank some more and then was found in, like, the bathroom sleeping with, like, sitting on a toilet sleeping <laughs> with oh. his head down oh. Um, after having puked in the same toilet. So no. I wish he had just slept when we thought he was going to sleep. But he's yeah. okay now. I think he's having a baby. <laughs> Oh, nice. congrats. <laughs> um, did you notice that um, they say, jump up my ass? Oh, yeah. Yes. Been there, done that. What do I you wrote think jump up that? my ass is tight. I, I thought that was it. an awesome thing to say. I think we should say. bring it back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I had a question, which is, did you expect Paul Walker to play soccer? I think they said at one oh. point he was the soccer captain. Oh, I missed that. And so when they started playing soccer, I was like, this is America. Why were they playing it in basketball jerseys? I guess those are practice pennies or something. Yeah, they were wearing strange pennies. I got confused by that. It made me think it was like, honestly, I was like, is this like a fundry? Is this like Relay for Life or something? Because like, they're not wearing the right things. Um, I also said that like for a movie where it's supposed to be a rom-com, there's so much time in like single gender groups of friends. Like, True. I feel that the guys have their own thing and then the girls have like a subplot of like Gabrielle Union sort of like deciding whether she's going to revolt against Taylor. Mm. Um, which is I feel maybe that's related to I, w- I was going to ask you all like, do you feel like the bond between the two Laney and the guy comes on too fast? <laughs> like, I kind of feel like it comes out of nowhere. Zach. The bond. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. They don't really um, have chemistry. And to yeah, me. yeah, and we just don't see very much of them together until he like comes over and is like asking his little brother to play Sega, which I also wrote down. Sega is tight. Sega, um, <laughs> Sega. But like, I feel like I mean maybe it's because they're doing that like gender segregated narration. You know what I mean? That we don't we don't actually see them interact. We don't see any bond form. Yeah, if so you much of this lover, movie. You have to play video games with my brother sorry (laughs) so much of this movie is laney trying to be friends with like the popular girls too which is kind of not i don't know i it's it's different um i also said she was a coalition builder trying to get all the different clubs to vote for her what was the club scene where there was a guy who was like they were like you know there were all these banners and there was some guy who i guess worked for the school and he was like oh yeah like you guys come over here. Oh, the Oppressed Prisoners Club, come over here. Oh, and the yeah. Oppressed Prisoners Club was one of them. And I was like, this is a really like out of place joke. Like, I don't know. Oh, you mean like that, that it's a high school student that, I guess it's like a joke that everybody has a pet issue. I guess and so, yeah. And one of them yeah. is Oppressed Prisoners, which is also not, also just like different wording. <laughs> like, yeah, that, like, like Oppressed uh, Prisoners. It like made my so brain redundant. hurt. Redundant, yeah. <laughs> Um, I have a question specifically for Walter, which is based on the scene where uh, Dean talks about wanting to sleep with Lainey. And my question was, in the locker room, did boys talk about sex? Not in gym class, right? But like in the team locker room, like when we were like getting ready for lacrosse practice or something. But I would say it was less sex and more like 
you're whipped, dude. You hung out with your girlfriend. It was a lot of bobo mania. Bobos. Um, (laughs) Bobos. But it was also a lot of like, what kind of accent should I use? You know, what? No, sorry, not accent. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Axe body spray scent. Oh Oh, my god! I was about to say like this is when you get can't be a politician. (laughs) No, no, axe body spray. Like, oh, interesting. What is the best one? <laughs> I don't know. They all kind of smell the same to me. I would say more than more than sex talk is bullying. Like, if, oh, cool. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I don't care about that. I do like that Paul Walker goes, mind if I partake? And it makes Zach like, lose his shit. That's how we know that he likes her. It's because yeah, when, br- when your bro says, mind if I partake. <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm starting to realize maybe my biggest flaw with this movie is like the chemistry between the leads is... It's just confusing because totally. sort of like Dear Evan Hansen, the basis of this movie is stupid. The fact that they picked, okay, in reality, if the most popular boy was given this challenge, they would probably pick a woman who he wouldn't be attracted to. And I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying they would pick someone who either was like really socially awkward or like wouldn't be physically attracted to him. Like it just wouldn't happen. And so like they pick someone who's pretty so that's like spoils the fun. And then they don't even have chemistry. They also never say she's all that. <laughs> no, they wait, wait. I swear I don't to think God they, they do. Say it. Okay. When do they say it? I don't remember. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's another movie. Oh, 21 Jump Street. I agree oh. with Oh yeah. I agree because she sort of looks like Olivia Rodrigo when her glasses are off. And as we all know. Wait, do you disagree? No, sorry, there was a dog barking outside. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she also is twig, as you would say. She's twig. Oh, yeah, she's twig. <laughs> with um, bobos, with good bobos, okay. just like Olivia Rodrigo. Wait, twig while plus we're talking bobos. about the movie title, I'll say that, you know, I didn't get this in at the beginning, but within the first, like, five minutes, I realized this was not She's the Man starring Amanda Bynes, the oh. soccer movie, which I thought we were watching. Which is a great Because I'm a moron. Are you serious? Because you said, no, you never said she's the man. We were, you, you always said we're watching She's All That. But in my <laughs> mind, I just was like, oh, great. The Amanda Bynes movie. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, the last section of this, um, I don't know, prompt is Zach's dad. Wait. Yeah. Zach's dad, like, freaking out about, or no, Zach, <laughs> Zach himself freaking out about college stuff. And being like, you don't know what it's like. Dartmouth events and Dartmouth shirts. And when I was a kid, there was a Dartmouth teddy. I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> Did you, is that a pressure you related to? No, nobody I know. Um, No one I know actually knew about Dartmouth um, until my brother, as I was passing him watching the movie Animal House, was like, Haha, ha, you should apply to Dartmouth and see what it's like. And then I that's why I Googled it and decided to apply there. And then that's I a crazy there. that's that's a crazy story. <laughs> but I do think it's funny that he's very triggered by Dartmouth clothing specifically. All his list of items that were pressuring him is the clothing. Um and Nate said that what's gonna happen is we're gonna speak for like five minutes about I don't know, Nate's frat or like liking something about the campus and our kids will have trauma forever. I'm going to be honest. So first of all, you're totally right. They should have had the dad be more like, you can't be a hacky set, professional hacky sacker. You need to go into finance. This plot got 
totally lost. <laughs> okay, he's being fun of me. No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. No, I was trying to agree with you. Oh, wow. It was the voice you used. I'm I sorry. You, I thought you were roasting me. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I was agreeing with you. Like, I, I agree. They should have done something more with the dad because this college plot, like, fell away for a half of the movie. Oh, okay, cool. Um, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it, it happens for a bit and then she Lainey just uses it to insult him, basically. Yeah. I was going to say something else. Wait, what were we talking about? Fuck! Sorry. Um, Dartmouth, <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. Um, you know what? We got to move on. I don't remember what Let's I was going to say. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. When Lainey's brother gets bullied, Zach stands up for him. Dean asks Lainey to prom, and she turns him down, but hesitates when Dean says Zach still has feelings for Taylor. What? Zach's father finds his college acceptance letters <laughs> and tells him the future will happen whether he's ready or not. Newly single, Taylor asks Zach to prom, but he says no. An eventual dean reveals the truth about the vet. The bet. <laughs> <laughs> Lainey and Zach are both sad. Without a date, Lainey is planning to skip prom, but then Dean shows up. At prom, there is a choreographed dance, and Lainey's art teacher commends her for her more personal art. Jesse overhears Dean talking about his plan to sleep with Lainey that night and tells Zach. Even though Zach and Taylor win prom king and queen, Zach leaves early to make sure Lainey is okay. They kiss. Since Zach lost the bet, he walks naked at graduation. Oh, yeah. Everything, like, goes off the rails here, yeah? Like, this this part is, like, wild. I'm going to be distracted trying to remember what I was talking about, but I'm... Okay, I will start with saying... You start. There is a w- interesting... Um, reality tv insert here where she has a bad dream and it's all of them in the real world that i just couldn't like i didn't expect and i just like couldn't get into it and it was not what i expected like i don't know there was something about it that i couldn't get into and then they have a rap about prom queen yeah the rap is really uncomfortable like this is like a series of really distressing sequences um and then they talk about the then there's there's the cafeteria scene. Does anybody want to narrate what happens with the the pizza? Do you understand what happened? Oh my god, the pews. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to remember what. Okay. It all came back to me. I was trying to figure out what this note is. I wrote Simon's pepper bit is tight, and I couldn't remember <laughs> what. <laughs> but oh there- yeah, it's because her little brother's like going around. Asking right? people if they want fresh cracked black pepper with like a big restaurant shaker, which is a hilarious bit. <laughs> I <laughs> like, just well, now realized he was doing a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, he's like funny. being a huge dork. And that then really funny. I don't remember what happens after that. Like okay. he gets bullied. Yeah. Then they then a guy reaches into his pants and pulls out pubes, which did he pull them out of yeah. his skin? Why isn't he like shedding a few tears? I know? don't understand right. that, but pulls them out like he's been just, you know, chipmunking them away and Ew. then puts them on the pizza. Put it and on then the pizza. Freddie Prince Jr. comes in and is like, you got to eat the pizza. What leverage does he have over them? Just that he's respected? Like they do anything he says. I think that's exactly it. He is respected. He is also big. He's large. He also looks really old. <laughs> oh yeah, true. He is <laughs> thirty. Movie. Here's a, here's the thing. Was there pubic hair on every part of the pizza? No, he specifically takes a pubic hair. Bite. If it's your pubic hair, just take it off and immediately eat the pizza really quick. 
Yeah, I would just like throw the pizza and run away. Like I'm not going to actually do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They do it. They're like, anything for you, sir. I'll eat this I, pizza, I, sir. <laughs> There's just like, again, like I, I was just really disturbed. I couldn't like understand what was happening. I felt like I was dreaming. Guys, I remembered what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. okay, Issa, you said me me and Nate, Nate and I are going to like mention Dartmouth and our child's going to be tra- traumatized. Okay. I remember specifically like driving somewhere and we, we drove past Rutgers and I remember my parents being like, this drive would be like so easy, like something about that. <gasps> Triggering. It absolutely, I was like never going to, I can never go to Rutgers. Okay, Just because that, I'm a little brat. But that is a better example than like, there was a Dartmouth t-shirt and no, 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 in this photograph. Like, that's a better, like, all of his examples involved apparel. Um, Then the movie is suddenly about Zach's dad being unhappy because they have a conversation and he's like, what, like your happy dad? They're just, uh, uh, it just like gets really crazy with the plot here. But at the same time, like, Zach's dad never backs down and like, he's kind of right. Like, like he like you do have to do something. Oh yeah, you do have to like tell the school. This is yet another movie where it's like fine to delay figuring out where you're going to go to school with no repercussions. Whereas in the real world if you miss the deadline you're fucked. Right. Did okay. you guys notice a few things? First, Sarah Michelle Gellar is in the cafeteria scene. What? Yeah, no, just for like one. one second and she was just visiting Freddie Prince. They eventually get married. Um the br- little brother was wearing hearing aids the entire movie. Yeah. Non not disclosed, no reason for that, which is cool. I I like that. Um I liked the prom choreography in my notes. I don't know. Okay. I'm confused about that because ultimately it's stupid and yet I wrote that I liked it. It was a good dance. But I don't think Lainey should know it. <laughs> it, it is unclear. Wait, like, wait why speak would on that. that? Well, speak on that. <laughs> It doesn't seem like Lainey's character that she would have been like, the announcements guy is going to teach all the school a dance. So like, let's all, I'll go, that sounds like some fun school spirit stuff to do. Like she, it seems like she wouldn't have learned the dance, you know? That's fair. I do think, I just thought it was like the movie Step Up where they all go to the club and they dance. But it makes sense in that one because their characters are that they're dancers. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Did you notice? I liked it too. (laughs) Did you notice when Taylor was on the stage for... Or even just in the crowd. Did you notice what lipstick she was wearing? No. It was like a gold brown. <laughs> I don't know. It felt very 90s, would... but it also felt very, like, you. Me? Like, just because you're a makeup Oh, my God. Entrepreneur. Okay. I don't okay. know. I, okay. You're really, like, yeah. Okay. Um, Walt, <laughs> because this is your first time on the pod, would you like to tell us your prom experience? Yeah, it's it's unfortunately not very story. like exciting. Oh. Um <laughs> I didn't go I didn't go junior. You could only go junior and senior year at my school. I didn't go junior year. I don't think I had a date. I went with a friend senior year. We were in the same English class and I think we were reading like we were reading Macbeth maybe. And so I like I was like, hey, I don't understand this passage. And I passed her Macbeth and I had like, you know, done the thing where you burn a piece of paper. And I wrote like, do you like, wouldst thou go to prom with me? <laughs> Parentheses <gasps> as friends. <laughs> Wait, um, I actually really like that. But also, wasn't it so fun to burn the edges of the paper? Oh, it's I've really done, cool. I did that once too. And it was like better. 
It's one of those things where like the journey's better than the destination. Yeah. We once did that and it caught on fire and we had to throw it in the sink. Yeah. <laughs> Burning the edges of paper is like almost as cool as smoking at a party. <laughs> did you guys we also dyed it with tea bags? I think I might have done that too. That's yeah. intense. Yeah. It was just like all these things to do. Oh my god, that's so weird that I went to high school in a different country and we also did that. So wait, <laughs> tell us more about prom. Well, I was on prom court, actually. I don't remember what. What's that? That was like, we didn't just have a prom king and queen. We had like prom The jester. (laughs) Like they didn't have titles. It was just like. The secretary. Yeah, I was like, I was like prom entourage. You just had at large members. (laughs) Yeah, I was was prom at large. And they took us to like a back room in the hotel. And they were like, here's your sash. You're going to walk out bit by bit. Yeah. And then. Were you elected? I think so. Walter <gasps> pretends that he's not popular, but he is one of the most popular people I know. It is crazy how many people Walter, like him. You were elected by your peers. I I must have been. I don't know. I don't you really remember. Be proud of it. You got to be proud of it. I mean, Wait, I do still you not have remember because you were drinking at prom. You do. Did you drink at prom? I we didn't. I didn't drink until afterwards. But yeah, I still have it. I drank. We went to an after party, and I. Talked a lot about how excited I was to go to college as a true dork. <laughs> you can't be the only one who was excited to go to college. But I was like the only one like singing the fight song. So <laughs> ah, you were a UVA <laughs> from the start. I think you just like. I think you just like learning like songs know, for like, sure. Traditional songs. <laughs> yeah. I do. I love trad songs. I said I wish my prom was choreographed. <laughs> that would have been dope. Um, yeah, I do too. Okay, there's a really disturbing bit in this movie, which also reminds me that this movie is by Harvey Weinstein, which is that they laugh off Dean trying to sexually harass her, who's also Paul Walker, who's now dead, so it's, like, sad. I don't know, but Jesse Jackson, her friend, (laughs) finds out about this plot, and for some reason, instead of running to tell Lainey herself, he runs immediately to tell Zach, which also doesn't make sense. Unclear. To me, never spoken. Also, th- it's a w- it's a weird scene where he's like chasing her to the prom, and then they're back at home, and he was just like waiting for her at home. Yeah, and he's like yeah. beside their like <laughs> I don't know beside their like heater <laughs> in the living room or something. Uh, in a very different movie, he would have been like waiting there, and then the police would have showed up, and they would have been like, "We have really bad news." <laughs> And she would have gotten murdered by she Dean. Have been killed. Very dark ending. This is like how I said last time, last movie. I said like, was he about to give her a suicide note? Sad. Okay. Um, I do think another. Okay, so maybe even perhaps more than the weird like laughing off Dean trying to sexually harass her in the ending of the movie. Instead of saying like I'm in love with you or something, he says she's his best friend. And I'm like, is this a movie about best friends? Mm. And they didn't really get close enough. They haven't like shared enough about each other with, uh, with each other. They did not speak. At that time, was that like a very cool thing to be in a like? Was that a novel thing for relationships or like teen Ooh, relationships? That's a good. Maybe point. that was edgy. I don't. I don't know. Maybe that was edging. Yeah, maybe they were maybe edging. It was like, yeah, you have to. You got to marry your best friend. Yeah. Hey, you know what is a really unique thing to say? Like, say that you're so happy to be marrying your best friend. And, like, that's why you're so happy. Because it's your right. best friend. Um, okay. Uh, 
I also wrote that in the end, the ending scene is that he's naked, right? Wait, can yeah. We, wait, what was the what happened? He's naked. They graduate. He... he holds a volleyball in front of his ding dong, and then he throws the volleyball at. He Lane. flashes the whole school. Oh, with his testicle sweat. That's what I wrote. Wait, what? Excuse me. Excuse me. Okay, they're sitting there the whole day. It's hot. Everyone's sweating. The volleyball's on his ding dong, and then he throws it to her face. See, mm. I would imagine mm. that there's more like testicle sweat on the chair. You know how at mm. the gym you like leave your little butt print yeah. on the bench? <laughs> his is a little dot. His is, well, probably like three <laughs> dots, three <laughs> circles of varying sizes. If he's if he's not cut, the first circle might have kind of like, it might be more like two circles <laughs> for like where okay. the- yeah. Urethra? I had a question. <laughs> I had a question to get us away from this. Um, who was the first romantic partner you had that you said was your best friend? Aww. My first boyfriend was definitely my best friend to like to the point where it was like bad. I didn't have other friends. And that sucked. I feel like that happens. Well, yeah. Yeah, my first seventh and seventh my seventh grade girlfriend, who was my first girlfriend, or maybe it was eighth grade. Well, your your seventh girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you had an eighth grade girlfriend that was your best friend, and you were in eighth grade, then like you were cool, Walt. Yeah, he was cool. He won't admit it. It's very annoying. I he was an at large. Yes, member you of were cool. Court. You were cool. You do you not know what it's by like. An audience of your peers. You have to. You have to change the way you speak because you were cool, <laughs> and you don't know what it's like to not be not cool. Wait, to be not cool. Yeah, you're posing. You're stealing not cool valor. I, be I was on an ascent. I became. I had my When were own... you on the lacrosse team? When were you on the lacrosse team? Okay. <laughs> I was on the lacrosse team in ninth and 10th grade. I was the third string JV goalie. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't run laps around the field like all the other lacrosse players. I was at two out of shape. I pretended to throw up so I could stop running. That's cool. And the coach got mad at me. <laughs> and I told him it would never happen again. And then he never talked to me for the rest of the year. Um, now we feel bad for him. <laughs> so I wasn't cool on the lacrosse team. But you were cool otherwise. I was on. An, I was going to say I had my own makeover movie. But it was a long-term ascent. And it was like my makeover was like I could go to the gym or something. And I started to get some more confidence. Or, and then... Also, like, my friend group slowly, like, merged in with the pot, like, a backdoor into the popular group because I had friends that went on a Spanish trip with the pot. <laughs> I love this. Okay. <laughs> so through the Spanish trip backdoor <laughs> is how I got in, and it was basically an accident. And when I was in eighth grade wearing my, <laughs> my Black the Offspring hoodie with hair past my shoulders oh my God. <laughs> that I wore every day and my, like, big, um, like, studded leather wa the offspring watch <gasps> with carrying my saxophone case i certainly was not cool <laughs> but you got wow. a girlfriend i was gonna say you what you said made me think um jane like is there any did you have any makeover actions that you did in high school like get a haircut <laughs> Um, like anything, yes. any oh, big makeover yeah. transitions. I guess the, the obvious one is I got a pixie cut. I got a oh, pixie yeah. cut before my senior year or something like that. Extremely cool. And yeah, I mean, it didn't change my status at all. 
Um, no one cared really, but internally it was a big thing. I will say as cool as short hair is like, it also made my college time less sexual. Like, don't get me Hmm. wrong. I support people of all genders having short hair, but, um, bros are not going to be as into you. It's just a fact. Especially, um, dumbass college boys. Um, I also have a hair moment that I remember, (gasps) which is that. Um, well, my hair is also a little bushier in the Philippines because it's more humid. Mm. And so, um, I just tried a lot of things to make it straight. But, um, at some point, this might have even been pre-high school. Like, maybe it was right before high school. At some point, my mom took me and got, like, a hair treatment that was called, like, a hot oil treatment Mm -hmm. that made it, like, really, like, straight and, like, soft and stuff. And it lasted for, like, two months. And so that truly was like a Princess Diaries moment because it went from like really frizzed out and bushy to like shampoo commercial hair, essentially. It's very Hermione of you. It also did not change anything about my status. Thank you. I will take that as a compliment. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she uses magic and used hot oil. (laughs) It's really cool that if you made hot oil treatment an acronym, it spells hot. (laughs) That's so okay. cool. Should we come? Should we answer the three questions? Yeah, let's answer the three questions. Okay. Um. Okay. We've come to the end. We're each gonna answer three questions, and Walt, you can go first. Okay. The first question is: Is this movie good or bad? Bad. <laughs> okay. No explanation. Oh, I thought we were going. You can. You don't. You, that's fine. That's sufficient. It's up to you. The problem is. I think I was like poisoned and wouldn't I I think just because I had seen not another teen movie this movie was poisoned for me Mm. I could never see it not through knowing it was like parodied and I could just never like I could never isolate it you know what I mean so it was always like a a flop to me I had a sort of an an opposite reaction which is even though this movie is objectively bad, it's impossible for me to watch it with any serious criticism. Like, like all of the criticisms I said add to why this movie is sort of charming and, like, had its staying power. So even though it is bad, it's also kind of good. Mm, that's interesting. I, I guess I'll also say, like, even though I think the movie's bad, it was bad in ways that surprised me or just, like... <laughs> The way that, like, the plot moved really surprised me, and it just, like, did things with the script and the story that I, like, truly would not have seen coming, like the pubic hair pizza. Would you say and it I had flipped to the Google... script? I had to Google <laughs> pubic hair pizza, and then I forgot to put she's all that, so I was just <laughs> uh. which is really upsetting. Um, And the second question is, do you like this movie? Well... I'm like thinking so hard, which leads me to believe the answer is no. I mean, I I don't know. I had fun watching it. I was pleased to like take it in. But so in that sense, I like it. But I, I didn't really like it. I liked it. I actually think the acting isn't as bad as a lot of the movies we watch. And like, that's a good point. It is fun and 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 like lighthearted um, while still bad. Actually, my note here is that it's a little slow. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think I also liked it more than I thought, and it's just kind of all over the place. I was distressed that, like, I didn't know anything about it. Like, I just thought something would be more familiar, because I think I've caught parts of it on the TV. 
And then also, I don't know if I'm attracted to Scooby-Doo Shaggy. Wait. Like, I might be and I might not be. Real world character? No. Wait. He's ugly to me. Like, I might be. To me, he looks... Wait. Oh, so so you're like, oh, I might be attracted to him. So, like, I might be and I'm worried. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. But I also might not be. We don't keep But I also... I might not be. I might not be. Okay. (laughs) But let's just... Can we dig into, like, is it his aura? Is it his, like... Um, I just, mm, okay, is the third the question, funny voices? Oh. the third question is what type of teen is this movie for? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, like, sorry, this question gets harder and harder with each movie. This question um, is hard if it's a 90s movie. Because I actually kind of think that Gen Zers would enjoy this. But what type, what type of teen is this for? Do you have an answer? I'm kind of thinking this is for Laney's. Like it's for sort of like geeks, but art girl, yeah, maybe, especially if they like um know stuff about um like improv what well, not improv, what am I trying to say spoken word poetry, I hate spoken word poetry, um, <laughs> do you know what it's who it's for sensitive jocks, yep, um, I don't know if I know what that type of teen is. It's a jock who like thinks he's more than a jock and like wants to meet a smart girl and not just a dumb girl like Gabrielle Union. <laughs> it's oh, a so jock who gets Prince bullied Jr. for being whipped. <laughs> oh, so Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FPJ. It's the guy that his friend is like, mind if I partake, and then he gets mad. Was right? Paul Walker like beefier in this? Then or who? just younger? Than him, than himself, his current. Oh self. yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure he was like, yeah, he was just healthier. I was, yeah, I was reading a little bit about this, and like, Gabrielle Union was like, of course I had a crush on him. Everyone thought he was so beautiful. Men and women would like turn when he walked in the in the room. Everyone Paul loved him. Yeah. Oh. R.I.P. I think he dated uh, a high schooler. We don't have to talk about it though. Oh, okay. Well, what are you watching these days? That's not this, Walt. Uh, Treme, the the show about New Orleans that the the guy from The Wire did, and I would say it's fine. <laughs> there's like every episode has like a four minute. It's like every four minutes there's like a four minute music break, um, which I like because I oh. usually like the music. But it's I'm not sure. the The show just seems kind of like a wash. <laughs> oh, so why are you watching it? I think I just kind of, it's kind of nice to zone out and I'm like, what a, what a, what a neat little place New Orleans is. <laughs> it's so I can condescend to New Orleans. You could watch the movie Tall Girl, which also plays, takes place in New Orleans. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is back when he would do that. Jane, what are you watching? Um, I went to see the new James Bond movie in theaters. Did we, we haven't talked about that. Um... I'm a big fan of the current, well, it's now, I guess, spoiler, this is the last. You mean Daniel Craig? Yeah, Daniel Craig's reign um, is over. And I haven't seen any other James Bond, so I'm truly not like a James Bond person, but I just really like well-done action movies that like cost a lot of money with like big explosions and racing cars. Yeah. And Wait, and, but you don't like Fast and Furious. No, but that doesn't have any plot like it doesn't have any real um, emo- there's like nothing real okay like okay, like okay so don't get me wrong so you like mission impossible yeah i yeah, love yeah. mission impossible yeah, so yeah. don't get me wrong daniel craig as james bond 
like crosses the line into superhero. Like he's doing things that are absolutely unbelievable, but there's like real emotion. There's like surprises. There's, there's real stuff happening. And I did like this new one. And I think that if you like these movies, you'll be happy with how it ends. So yeah, it was good. Do you like the new Adele song? I did listen to it. Of course. Do you like it? It's not my How- favorite, but I I mean, I'm a big fan of hers and like she sounds very she sounds beautiful. I agree. I don't necessarily think it's my favorite either, but that's okay. That's for another podcast. Um <laughs> I'm watching uh I've been watching Sex Education just cuz I like watched all of the previous season and want to keep up with it. And I I think it's like a pretty good teen show and kind of is about like feeling okay with like sex and like gender and your body and whatever. Um, it's just like a nice (laughs) whatever all that shit Um, what's her name from girls is in this season Um, British girl oh Jemima Kirk yes yes I love her Her. yes and she kind of plays like a villain a little bit so it's kind of fun fun. Um, you kind of like to hate her Um, I did watch the first episode of Midnight Mass um, but can't really bring myself to continue although I was very happy that um, Matt Terrison from Friday Night Lights is in it, and so is the girl that has a really small bit part in Grey's Anatomy, but everybody knows her as the girl who is responsible for um, McDreamy's death. Spoiler. <laughs> I don't know her as that, or as anything, um, but... Yeah, but that was what my friend Emily said, the girl who killed McDreamy is in it, and I saw her and I knew exactly. Um, but I, I, you know, I think that in general, watching this movie... I was more excited to watch newer stuff and not... I just don't think I'm an early 90s girl, like I said. That's important to know about yourself. <laughs> what do you think about... Just quick. What do you think about, like, Pretty in Pink era? Wait, that's not the... Uh, that's the age, 16 right? Candles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pretty in Pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about that stuff? I would almost prefer to watch that because it's, like, farther back. And so it's, like, its own, like, vintage... Does that make sense? Whereas, like, 90s is, like, simultaneously, like too close and then also i can't relate hmm. does that okay. make sense yeah it does it does i think that's what i like about the 90s stuff because it's like i'm like oh this is what all my like friends my older my friends older brothers and sisters were up to mm. you know hmm. <laughs> well hmm. thank you for that. watching this with us <laughs> even though jane is judging you no, I'm not judging. Um, I I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Oh, I had a great time. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry you thought I was uh, uh doing a bit and making fun of you. When for I was the trying- record, I'm really tired. Um, we had um just this is totally unrelated, but we drove about two and a half hours home today, and we wanted to stop at a Starbucks, and we ended up driving like ten minutes off the path to get to a Starbucks, and then we had to leave because it was like in this huge outlet mall with like a million cars. So we drove another 10 minutes to find out that we were oh at God. a Starbucks and a Target and it was closed. Oh my God. <laughs> so we went to and, Panera, baby. And that's love. Dane, do you want to talk about our upcoming movie for this Double Boyfriends episode? Guess what, y'all? We're going to do He's All That. Yeah. So I guess I forgot to say that this was such a cult classic that they decided to make some sort of remake starring um, today's teens. And it was released in August 2021. So that's what we're going to watch. Um, with Issa's boyfriend slash husband. Yeah. With uh, To continue the boyfriend um, saga, 
um, the person I'm married to be, the person I'm married to will be on the pod. So this is like, um, this is kind of like a reboot of the, it's like he goes in drag to play softball or something. Because like when Amanda Bynes did it to play soccer. Oh, I got it. This was really funny. It Wait, was really good to do this joke. But why? But softball is not a single gender sport. It is for like colleges, though. That's true. That's or true. high school. That would in the be case cheating. She's the man. <laughs> yeah, which is she's cheating and she's the man. Excellent. Um, That's a fucked up movie. It'll also be um, our first um, Addison Ray. I still don't understand about, her. Which we will talk about when the time comes. Walter, do you have anything to plug at this time? Regrettably not. Okay. <laughs> Walter, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Walt. Thank you. That, that was under Everyone the bleachers. <laughs> that was under the bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review, and please share us with a friend. And with a teen, you can get in touch with us and send us really nice comments about my boyfriend Walter at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to send us even more nice comments about Walter. <laughs> That's what um, I want to plug, the page, your Patreon. <laughs> Thanks, Walt. Yes. Thank you, Walt. It is at patreon.com slash underthebleacherspod. Okay. We will see you next time. Under, Under the Bleachers. bleachers.